following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcasting Network. For a full list of our shows, as well as breaking sports news and engaging feature stories, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com. Okay. Well, let's go We got a sun in Phoenix, too. 50. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Sunny in Phoenix podcast, a weekly podcast where we keep you up to date on everything Phoenix Suns. I am your host for today, uh, David McGraw. I don't know why I pause about that, but whatever. Alongside me is the ever so dabbing Mitch Krumpetich. What's up? And special super secret guest, the Jostrich. Friend of the show. Friend of the show. Friend of the show, the Jostrich. Howdy. 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 Wow. Well, today is a special episode because friend of the show, Josh Cranwetter, is in the house. It's me. For the first time. In the history, in the almost three-year history of our podcast. So, as all of you know, the Suns have been horrifically bad in the last week. Longer than that, but this week especially. (laughs) Gave us two games where we scored nine points in the first quarter. And I don't know about any of you... But I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to hear about that. I don't want to relive that. It's a dark point of my life. And I can't even imagine how these players feel. So, we do have a few important basketball things that we need to talk about very, very briefly. But, for those of you who are fans of the non-sports section of the show, this is the episode for you. Because we are going to be doing some would-you-rather questions. We're, we're probably going to get into some political debates. I'm going to have notifications go off. It's, it's going to be a fiery episode. So, do you remember last March where we did the bracket challenge of random things, and all I did was talk about Arby's and how underrated it was 17 yes. different times? Yep. If you like that, this is for you. This is the one. Follow us on Twitter, at SunnyandPHXPod. Same thing for Instagram. Go on iTunes, leave us a five-star review and a comment, and you will get a shout-out on the show. But let's start with basketball. The, the only basketball things we're going to talk about. First, Suns related. The Lakers are interested in Trevor Ariza. Woj reports that Ariza is... They're trying to make it so he can go to the Lakers. A third team would need to be involved. Speculations are maybe Fultz could come to the Suns. A pick could be involved. Those kind of things. I don't know. December 15th is the first day that that can possibly happen based on when Ariza signed with the Suns. So... Um, the rumor is Contavious Caldwell Pope would be the player who would be moving from the Lakers. What do you make of all of this? Yeah, there's no way that the Suns would move Ariza for Caldwell Pope because Caldwell Pope is garbage. So it would just be some sort of moving around to try and get move him to a different team. Probably that other team getting some sort of pick compensation of some sort. I don't see this really going down that much. I just don't... There would have to be some sort of big game for the Suns to even do this. I think there has to be some sort of game for them to even move Ariza. Otherwise, we might as well just hold on to him. I mean, we don't need to... We don't need to really sell low on him because he's gone after this year anyways. Right. I would like to move him just because it would be nice to get something. Because at the end of the season, it's just like, see ya. And he can still play. So, even getting a second-round pick would be nice. I don't know. That is true. I mean, it would be nice to get something, but 
at the same time, I don't think you can expect getting a ton. I think that there's enough that he's good enough, and he shows up enough at the beginning of games to still get his counting stats to, you know, be wanted by a playoff team. And I'm sure playoff teams want him. I just don't think that we need to sell low on him. Yeah, I'm with you. Well, okay, so that's that. Let's look ahead at the schedule for the coming week very, very briefly. Monday, December 10th already. Holy cow. We play the Clippers at home. Scheduled loss. Well, that's all of our games now, but scheduled (laughs) loss at San Antonio the next night. That's going to be really rough. Maybe we'll get an eight-point quarter from that one. Thursday the 13th. Hold on. First off, you say that like San Antonio plays defense right now. They've been... Pretty garbage on defense. We don't play defense. anything right now. So I, I understand that, but... We don't even play special teams. There's no special <laughs> There is no special teams, so it's a good thing that we don't play special yes. teams. Thursday the 13th, home against Dallas. All the Donchich lovers are going to be crazy. I'm that. sure we'll see 17 posts on RNBA during that game about some fake-out three that Donchich misses. Don't even look at it. Ugh. And then Saturday the 15th, we play the T-Wolves here. So, four more losses. We should say that who knows if Booker is going to play in any of these games. Because, you know, he's still he tweaked that hamstring. He's for sure out on Monday, which means he's probably for sure out on Tuesday. Warren maybe can get limited minutes, but that's looking not like it's going to happen. And what's the thing now that Aiden supposedly has the flu? Flu. Flu-like symptoms. Yeah, so... so. That's encouraging. So, uh, who likes 48 minutes of Rashawn Holmes? I like Rashawn Holmes. I do too. Maybe we'll get a Dragon Bender at center sighting. We probably will. So, that's about it for Suns stuff. That's pretty quick, but that's how we're going. We need to talk about college basketball really quick. Do we? We do. So, Josh is here because Josh and I went to Gonzaga together. That's where we met. Mm -hmm. And... We went to the game. Gonzaga played Tennessee today in Phoenix at the stick. It was really fun, but unfortunately, Tennessee won. Tennessee's a good team. They are good. They played a good game. Admiral Schofield. Admiral Schofield. What a name. Admiral literally can't miss from the floor Schofield. Yeah, 25 points in the second half. Some pretty interesting stuff. Devin Booker was there, sat next to... Jerry Colangelo. It was for sure Jerry... I have terrible eyesight, so I thought it was Sarver at first, which I thought was interesting. Then I realized it was Colangelo. They seemed to be chumming it up quite a bit. Yeah. And I was kind of thinking during the game, this is nice. Well, because Nevada played Grand Canyon right after, too. I was thinking, this is kind of nice for the Suns scouting department because they get to just stay at home and watch two games. Gonzaga's got Rui Hachimura, who is a lottery pick for sure, I would say. And then Tennessee, this Admiral Schofield, I didn't really know much about him before, but he is pretty good. So they get to watch four teams without traveling, so that's kind of nice. Is anyone really looking at Grand Canyon University, though, for NBA probably players? Not, probably not, but no. Nevada's good. Nevada has the Martin Twins, too, so there you go. everyone's got someone. Yeah, so scouting makes it a little easier, but fun game overall. Good experience. It was the most excited I've seen the stick ever. That's not true. No. That is not true. Booker was getting MVP chance earlier That's this true. year. That's true. I started those. By the way. 
yeah, you, you will, you'll you never let us look, like forget that yeah. you started those chants. I believe that. I did. I really did. Someone was trying to get MVP chants for Josh Jackson while he was shooting free throws during the Heat game, and can we just agree that we don't need to give Josh any more excuses to miss free throws from distractions? He did okay, though. He, he did. He did. He, did. he was fine, but just just throwing that out there. Okay, let's get into the meat of this show, though. The real reason that we're all here. We're playing Would You Rather, the non-sports section of the show. I googled random Would You Rather question generator, and I'm going to skip a lot of these because they're pretty <laughs> horrific. Like, we're not talking about Human Centipede tonight. Sorry for, uh-huh. those of you, for those of you who tune in for the Human Centipede talk, I'm so sorry. But there's some good ones here. And we'll just go with whatever happens. So the first question I have, and this is a classic question. This is something I think about a lot, actually. Would you rather go back in time and meet your ancestors? We're talking pre-1800s here. Or go way into the future and meet your great-grandchildren? So we're doing a meeting and then coming back to the present? feel like just going to the future will be way too depressing. <laughs> I'm with you. And we're talking about global climate today. <laughs> Scientists there we go. are saying how much longer are humans going to be able to survive with all these wildfires, flooding, things like that. Might be on the moon that we see our ancestors. Or, or Mars. We don't need to get too comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> The moon is flat, Josh. You can't get onto the moon. Well, then it's perfect for construction. Okay. Flat. <laughs> but so you're going past. Yeah. I mean, one, either the world is in some weird post-apocalyptic whatever. I just said post-apocalyptic in the worst possible way I could. But it's in that or, you know, some like the coasts are flooded and it's the worst. And we're eating fake corn for sustainability. It's either that or just go back in time and see my ancestors that like probably have like dysentery or something. I'd rather do that. Okay. Plus, I mean, I've always been someone that is really interested in my past and I don't really, I've, I've done like the DNA stuff. I've wanted to always know more. I don't know a whole lot. So I feel like yeah, that, that'd be something that would be way more fun. Okay, Josh, thoughts? I mean, I'd say the past too, yeah, just because, especially if you <clears throat> only know where your family is. Where they came from to a certain point, mm-hmm. going back even further, just gets to lets you know them more. Yeah, I'm with you. So consensus <laughs> on the first one. That's a little surprising, but I've always been interested in where my families come from. And I always say I want to visit the places they've come from. So why not go back into the past and really see? So. That's something that I, I still want to do is find a... Just go, like, find ways to go back and, like, keep on going. And I know there's a lot of, like, retracing you can do, but, I mean, I know a lot of my family has probably been in the States for over a hundred years or whatever. Wow. So being able to go back farther than that would be really nice. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So tweet at us at Sunny and VHX pod with your responses if you really <laughs> want. Um, so this next one, we're going to get a little morbid, but I think it's, a, it's an interesting <laughs> one. So... Keep in mind that your death cannot be avoided based on any knowledge in this situation. Would you rather know the date of your death or the cause of your death? I can start. I've got a good answer for this one. Okay. I would say date because that way 
you can just live it up until then, basically. If you know the cause of your death, so let's say car accident, for example. Then every time I drive, I'm going to wonder, is this going to be the, is this the last time I'm going to do this? And I'm going to be worried about it. But if I know the date, it'll be like, oh, do whatever, because this is the day I'm going to die. So my biggest question was, what are, so yes, we like the death, the death can't be avoided, right? Right. But would, could the death be sped up or no? No. So, I mean, I think at that point. You you would just say day, I guess. I mean, I don't. I wanting to know might get a little weird, but I mean, if you do, it's something that you do every day. I think that there's less of a thing because you're you're not thinking like, oh, well, I'm just gonna die before this, or like I could change it, trying to like change it around or worry about that. However, it is. Okay. okay. So. Yeah, I think data is the way to go again just because yeah even if you know what it is you could try to avoid it but if you know what's going to kill you it doesn't really matter so it might suck knowing the day if it's sooner than you think but right. still get to do whatever you want until then or that's just when the asteroid comes and take a, takes us all out <laughs> yeah hits our flat earth and yeah. like all the dust gets gets trapped in the ice ring so we just can't escape it. Oh, jeez. Okay. Okay, this is one. Uh, we're probably going to agree on this, too, but this is a good one. Would you rather always be underdressed or overdressed? I feel like I'm already always underdressed. You mean in terms of style, right? Yeah. 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 With the GF Tony. Uh, shout out. Shout out. Shout out to the... Why do I keep on saying the GF? The girlfriend Tony. Uh, I always feel like... I'm underdressed. I always feel like a total just like yeah. slob. Okay. I wear my normal. I wear my normal t-shirts. Sometimes I'm cutting back on the graphic tees. That's my, I used to be way more only graphic. Tees, sure. graphic tees. I bought a new couch, and I told my coworkers. I said I went furniture shopping, and it was like I was speaking a foreign language. Yeah. Oh, well, you were speaking a foreign language, but that's besides the point. I did say it in Spanish. No. <laughs> um. But she always dresses really nice, and I always am just, I'm in jeans or shorts, some sort of basketball shoes, and a t-shirt, and I always just feel like I'm a total slob. So I don't think that th that I would change that much if I just said underdressed. So are you cool with that? Do you want to keep it that way? I would like to be overdressed, but at the same time, I feel like being overdressed sucks. Like, it, you'd probably be nicer and have a better impression. So maybe... I agree. Maybe that would be kind of nice. But uh, at the well, same time... but uh, I think that can backfire, too. Because what if you're going somewhere, like, kind of nice, and you're wearing a tuxedo, and everyone says, who's this jerk in a tuxedo? It's not that fancy. And then people think you're pompous. Okay, or you go to a fine dining area, and you're underdressed, so you're in... Some sort of flannel, like tank top, with snowboard to be, pants, okay, and it doesn't have to be that extreme. It's not like you're Larry the Cable Guy going to Morton's Steakhouse. I don't even know. When are you not Larry the Cable Guy going to Morton's Steakhouse, though? Always. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, what you guys said was literally my point. Was that 
the looks and maybe the whispers you get from being overdressed are worth a lot more than sure. potentially getting kicked out of something or, or being under. I actually have a great story about this. Okay, let's hear. I'm all when right. I was a kid, we went to see a football game at uh, Candlestick, see the 49ers, before we went to go see the Nutcracker. And it was a really nice play, you know, in like this beautiful building and all this stuff. And my family, the four of us, were the only people in the whole building wearing jeans. Oh. Everyone else was... Everyone else was in suits and dresses and everything. And we wore jeans because we said, well, we're coming from the football game. So (laughs) it can't be too bad. But yeah, no one said anything. We didn't get in trouble, but I'll remember that for the rest of my life. So on the opposite side of this, when I was in school, I went through a tie phase where I would wear a clip-on tie (laughs) everywhere with all the time, I would wear some sort of button-up shirt and a clip-on tie. I would go to picture day in a button-up shirt and a clip-on tie. You know, instead of just like a polo shirt mm. or something. And, uh, you know, I did not need any excuses to get picked on in school, but that was definitely an excuse <laughs> to get picked on in school. Okay, okay. So, I'd like for that not to happen. Interesting. I, try, I tried to, I experimented with wearing ties and stuff to school when I was up in Flagstaff, going to classes and not doing online. I experimented with trying to dress a little nicer. At the end of the day, I just felt like I was trying way too hard. Okay. Did I, you ever wear the tie with like a t-shirt? Just clip it on? Like a band as t-shirt? As a kid, yes. Yeah. As a kid, definitely. Because I didn't know any better. Or I would wear polo shirts with the clip-on tie. Because okay. nothing says okay. class. Like a collar. Not being able to see the buttons. The three buttons on that collar. Oh, yeah. And then just a t-shirt. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna choose underdressed here. Actually, one I'm already chronically underdressed. <laughs> At this point in my life, I don't have the the financial means to be chronically overdressed. So That's I have very to true. I have to take that into account. That's a good point. And I I'm just a laid back person. I don't like when I go to a restaurant when I get called sir. I can't stand that. <laughs> like I ain't no sir. What did I do to earn you calling me sir? Like, call me bruh. I'd rather get called bruh than sir. And maybe that's just a millennial thing. or whatever, But, like, I don't I don't know. I It's cool when people respect you, I guess. And, yeah, we should all give each other that certain level of respect. But I just am not that formal. So, and I think once people get to know me, they just get that, you know. Well, that's an interesting strategy. If you're planning on being underdressed, if you... Stay away from things that require better dressed situations. You're just so you'll look bad in a wedding photo or something once in a while. But but also like how underdressed are we talking? Are we saying like if you were like having a wedding, would you just not wear a tie? Is that like too under? Is that be underdressed I, for not, a wedding? Yeah, I'm not. Or like, like, or are you showing pajamas. up to your wedding in a tuxedo <laughs> shirt and pajama bottoms? For comedy's sake, I think it would be best to. Be the worst, like a pajama pants with holes in them. <laughs> That's not how I was thinking. <laughs> I feel like I feel like this is one of those things where it's a slight underdress, yeah. And your to- and that doesn't actually change that much. Like, yeah, you're underdressed technically, but that's just because you know some people are wearing cummerbands or whatever. And yeah, you're trying to like wear these slacks that have have a belt and wearing a belt or something. Or you're wearing polos and everyone else is wearing a button up. It's like not that big a difference. 
or a hoodie instead of a suit jacket. Some people can rock that. I don't I don't think I'm one of those people, but I would like to think I am. I definitely. What about the NBA jersey over the button up and tie? Ooh. You guys ever I do that? No. I I don't like that. Have you ever I I I have a hard enough time trying to think of wearing a hoodie underneath a like jersey. Oh yeah. Hoodie goes on top. Yeah. If the hoodie is underneath the jersey, are you going to take off the jersey so you can take off the hoodie when you get too hot? Only during hockey would I have ever done that. Let's put the sweatshirt on that's fair, under the it's, jersey. It's yeah. cold in right. hockey arena, yeah. so that's that's fair. Yeah. Okay, okay, this was good. I think we can move on to the next one. There's not enough bloodshed yet, so <laughs> I, I need you to up your game, Mitch. This one's pretty good. Would you rather get a million dollars guaranteed or have two briefcases? One of them has five million dollars in it. The other's empty. This is the worst question ever. You just take the million dollars and you're fine. You know how long I could last on a million dollars? A long time. A very long time. See, but you could make the five million or you're just the same as you were 20 minutes ago. Or it's just a total joke and you have zero money because both suitcases are empty. 50% chance, though. There's... A fifty. I like where Josh is going with this. There's good a fifty percent chance that your life stays exactly the same. Fine, I could deal. Or the other fifty percent chance is you get five million dollars. Or 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 you get a hundred percent chance to take a million dollars. I would still take the million. I think I would because too. I'm not a risk taker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that was. The yeah. Come on, Mitch. <laughs> I tell you to up your game, and you come in with that. Okay. Okay. We're still warming up. How about this one? Would you rather always have to say everything that's on your mind or never be able to speak again? I already say everything that's on my <laughs> mind. <laughs> okay. Well, some of us don't, I guess. I'm an overshare, and I don't mean to be most of the time, but I just am. See, if I did that, I would never be able to shut up ever. <laughs> yeah. My mind just goes nuts sometimes. I wouldn't be able to sleep. Yeah. Just keep talking every time. Exactly, exactly. I'd wake up in the middle of the night and talk about my dreams or whatever. Okay, so I guess actually, I mean, like, if you can't speak, you can, like, learn sign language and stuff, or even just... Yeah, I don't know. Or just, like, write down stuff. That can't... That that doesn't... That's not saying that... I mean, that's... Yeah, that's what people would do. Just be constantly signing or writing? No. The answer isn't, or not talk, but still be, like, think a million miles a minute and have to write down everything you think. That's not the, that's not what it is. I think I'd go silent. Really? Yeah, even if you can't help it, you're going to have thoughts that you don't want to say out loud or you don't want anyone to know, so why risk it? That's fair. That's fair. I feel like my, one of my few redeeming qualities is my foot in my mouth, so... Mm -hmm. You know, I might as well just keep on putting my foot in my mouth. All right. Okay. Interesting. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm still trying to figure out the next one. So, Josh, how about them Pacers? I miss Oladipo. Who doesn't? Is he, like, a blossoming superstar? Or is he just going to be an all-star level guy and that's good enough? I'd like to think so. I mean, Pacers have been looking for someone like that since Paul George just Broke his leg in half? Yeah, and then he didn't want to be a pacer anymore, but 
hey, the Pacers are welcoming him with open arms. I, and, I think the entire state of Indiana oh, is yeah. welcoming him with a... And that was why a lot of people liked him in the first place, because he went to IU. And so people... I thought <laughs> when the trade happened, I was like, these people only like him because he went to Indiana. And, I mean, he proved to be wrong. It was, it was just a popularity well. move. Yeah. It but, felt like almost... Can't complain. I, I will never forget the bet that we made at the beginning of last season. I can't believe you. I'm still. Oh my gosh. I'm still kind of mad you made that bet. I questioned I it a few times early in that season. I was like, was that really the right call? Well, for those of you who don't remember, the bet was we bet forty dollars. <laughs> I said the Suns will have a better record than the Pacers, and I could not have been more wrong. So I don't like to bet anything, especially when it comes to sports. I don't need any bat more bad juju. My entire Sports fandom is teams with terrible juju. Uh, I mean, I'm a Chargers fan and a Suns fan. I don't need I don't need any I don't need any help I can get on bad vibes going that way. So I remember I, I was a little upset that you made that that bet. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. But I, I have a new a good question, and I this is just off the top of the dome. So get ready. Off the top right. of the dome. Right. Yeah. This website is not very good. Would you rather have to sing everything that you say? Or every time you made a movement, it had to be a dance. Like everywhere you walked, you had to dance. Okay, does this mean that we're a either a good singer or b a good dancer? Right, sure. Yeah, you're 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 uh, um, satisfactory at both. It's not like you're amazing, but you're good enough. It's not like it's a little embarrassing. It's not like that vine where the girls are singing uh, ignition and their no, voices are cracking the like entire that. time. It's not like that. I'd rather sing. Uh, yeah. I'd, I'm clumsy. If I dance everywhere, I'd probably end myself really quick. I think I'd dance. <laughs> I could see it. Yeah. I when I'm alone it. or any, when I'm alone anyway, most of my moves try to, I try to involve some grace with it. So why not let other people <laughs> see it? Okay. That's a great answer. I would say sing because for those who listen who work with me, which I don't think anyone who works with me listens, <laughs> they already know that I sing pretty much all day anyway, so... I always have songs stuck in my head and I'm humming stuff or, like, saying lyrics and stuff, so I'd rather those not sound like garbage or like I'm mumbling to myself, I guess. My thought is, I would be disturbing people if I was singing and everything, but if I'm dancing everywhere, someone can just look away. Just get out of my way. I mean, you no could you could also start every conversation that you meet with someone new and be like, "I'm sorry, I made this bet, and all I can do is sing everything." Exactly. Well, I wouldn't want a lot of hand motions when I talked because it would be a lot of interpretive dance. <laughs> For the Patreon subscribers, <laughs> you can see the video. We don't have a Patreon though. Uh, or someone thinks that you're just throwing gang signs. Wait, do we have a and that's true. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. You're the one that sets up all this stuff. I think Chuck did that, actually. Whatever. Uh, okay, next question. This is a good one. I d I'm going to modify it a little bit from this website, but here's a question. Would you rather live in your dream house, have it completely paid off, it's exactly what you want, but you can never leave? <laughs> or be able to travel anywhere you want for free forever, and you have to live in kind of a rinky-dink, rundown kind of place? I never want to leave the house now. Okay. 
So that one. Okay. So you're saying like if you're traveling, you're traveling in squalor. Oh. You're like wait. No, not necessarily. Oh, you're okay. not traveling constantly. But, but you can just travel whenever. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, I you see. can travel okay. whenever, and it, you don't stay in the nicest places. But say you go to Madrid and you stay in a three and a half star. Wait. Okay. I, I think I thought of this wrong. I thought you always had to be traveling. No, no, no. But you don't always have to be traveling? You can No, not always. You can travel whenever you want. Oh, then that one. I don't I don't need no dream house. Okay. I don't need no dream house. I just need the I just need to be able to see family and stuff and I don't I don't need a whole lot. Okay. And plus with the free travel, you never have to be at home. So, you well, don't have to live well, in your well, well, but you do though cuz you got to work and stuff. Oh, you have that's to with pay work for and other things oh, aside okay. from the travel. Now that's interesting. Your life doesn't just end and you become a traveler. Well, the time travel. Well, if it's free, you well, don't ever if, have to if worry travel about is anything. free, you could. There is some sort of loophole of being like, well, part of traveling is spending money on food and all that other stuff, so that should be considered. You as still part have of to pay for food, no oh. matter where you are. That's garbage, then. <laughs> Ruined. That's garbage. That being said, I'd probably choose the travel one. Well, if, I do that, like I do like going places and that kind of stuff. Well, that actually does make me think about it a little bit. If you're, I mean, it would suck to have to never leave, never leave anywhere. But you can get everything delivered now, anyway, right? Yeah. Stay in the house. Yeah, but like you can't travel a lot anyway because of work. I don't. I don't think you can get Tinder dates delivered to you, Josh. <laughs> well, you could, but. <laughs> <laughs> We're not endorsing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I mean, I think it'd be it'd be tough to, you know, or you have your loved ones and you want to go do stuff with them, but you're stuck in the house. I think that would suck. Unless your loved ones all live in the same place. So that's that's what I would say. If if all of my family and friends lived in the same place, then I would choose the dream house. Oh. But they don't. But, but even... So I'm saying that I think you, but the dream house, so you can't ever leave the house. So the future no, misses. You can't can leave the house. You just can't leave. You said this. You just, you, no, you no, know no. what? You can't he travel means outside of the city. You can go you from live. like work to yeah. you the house. You don't have to stay in your house okay. forever. You literally said, but you can <laughs> never leave. The, the city that your house is like. You did not say that. That's completely That's different. This entire thing has changed. <laughs> oh we just need to throw this question out. Because you get your dream house is completely played off, paid off, but you can never leave. is different than it's completely paid off, but you can't leave the city you live in. That's what I did. Because... I had to <laughs> yes, you did! <laughs> no, I didn't think... Because that, that means you're either getting Postmates or, like, delivered stuff on dry ice, or you're actually able to go get restaurants. That's a big difference. Does it change your answer? Maybe. I'll do the travel, actually. I think the travel makes more sense. I mean, I, would, I mean, yeah. I think the travel would be more fun and you could do more adventures and stuff with your... The, your with others. Your others, yeah. That ended up not being that exciting. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Well, word your questions better, Mitch. Okay, okay. This is a good <laughs> one. Would you rather lose all of your hair... Or double the amount of hair you have right now. <laughs> I know Josh's answer. <laughs> I wouldn't lose my hair. I don't have much hair anyway. I assume that's the point you're getting at. Yeah, that, that was that was the point. <laughs> double the hair on your body, so 
You might, I, <laughs> you might finally hit puberty. Maybe. But also, going bald is a fear of mine, so I would not like to be bald. So, What's yours? This is where it gets a little harder. This is, this is where it gets a little <laughs> harder. We're, we're going in, in phases of easiest to hardest. Right, uh, right. I'm terrified of losing my hair. I'm, I'm terrified of going bald, specifically. Yeah. Um... I'm not the hairiest... I'm not a super hairy person right now. I feel like I'm appropriately hairy. Is how I would put it. I don't know if I want to mess with that. But I don't want to go bald. That's... That's where I'm at. Okay. Okay. So, you gotta pick one. I I guess I would say... So, I, I would say double. And I would... Just... I would shave a lot. Okay. So when you say double, now I'm now I'm asking questions. Zero, double of zero is still zero. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but is this like Harry Potter level, where when they cut his hair, it would grow right back twice as much, or is this just like amount of hair? It'd just be like boom, done. So no if I chose much. double hair, I just have twice as much hair yep. right now, but forever, or I could forever. shave it, or you could shave it still. But I'll sell the out. double. It doesn't. I I think in my head this like double means that for every strand of hair you have on your body, you get you another strand of I hair. I was thinking length, double length too. Double length too? I don't. I don't think that's maybe you know, double the amount. Is I think double the amount is what that is. Okay. One, I'm really interested in what Chuck's answer would be. He'd probably say lose his hair, but so of all of us, I have the most hair for sure, like by far. Longest hair. We don't need to get into these. <laughs> it's clear. I am also afraid of going bald and losing my hair. But I don't think I could handle double. I don't think I could handle double yeah. from your double. Yeah. I've been in your apartment now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think if if some if they were like, all right, you either go bald or you get the amount of hair that Mitch has, I might just go bald. <laughs> I might just be like, all right, well, I guess I'm going bald. Yeah, Josh and I lived together for a while, and I always remember, uh, Josh has short hair, my hair is long. Uh, we would, I'd go to the sink in the bathroom, and there'd be a, a hair there, and I'd pick it up, and it'd be pretty long, and I'd go, whose is this? And I'd say, oh, it has to be mine. Josh doesn't have this hair. It's definitely mine. So, yeah, that's, that one was kind of easy. Yeah, I feel like if you if you had to du- double the amount of hair, I, I've joked before about you looking like you have a t-shirt on. You would literally <laughs> yeah, look like you're wearing like a wool sweater every all the time. Maybe save money on clothes. <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay, you said bloodshed. You said you wanted more bloodshed. <laughs> more bloodshed. I don't know. You might. Let's go through this, but you might have to cut this. Okay. Would you rather be immortal or die right now? (laughs) (laughs) That's the worst question. Yeah, this one's bad. That's like, that just sucks. Uh, Do you want to suck or do you want to suck immediately? See, I don't want to be immortal. Being immortal is, I'm like afraid of that. And it's completely impossible. Isn't, but I don't want to die right now. Exactly. Any person who chooses immortal and would become immortal would look back on this decision and eventually at some point say, 
I wish I'd just chosen to die right now. But I don't want to say I want to die right now. <laughs> this is the worst question. So just let's, let's You can think about that, but we're not gonna answer it. Okay. For a different podcast. Yeah. Let's see, let's see, let's see. So how about them Colts? Yeah, go ahead. This is how I'm gonna fill the time. Yeah. I just randomly just ask you about <laughs> Next is gonna be how do you feel about lemon water? Well, I love lemon water, actually. Uh, you're the worst. Just recently got turned on to it. My mom is a big lemon water fan. Mostly because we have friends who love carbonated water. Ugh. And for some reason, it's an affront to them just to say, I'll have regular water. Like, what's wrong with... I'm sorry, you need... I think carbonated water is kind of gross. So, you know what? I need something different about it. I'll put a lemon in it. That's fair. I just, when I want water, I want water. I don't want something That's that tastes true. like lemon. I have a really, uh, I have a, an aversion to lemon water now because uh, uh, I, got, I was sick one time and I went to a dance in high school uh-huh. and I tried to get water to like not be sick and all they had was lemon water. Oh. Uh, it was the worst. I have, that is a good point because I have gone through time periods where I just say, I don't want lemon in it, I don't want but ever since a dorm I lived in in college, they had different flavored infused water, like just in the lobby. That is the most so, like white privilege thing I've ever heard. <laughs> it was pretty nice to put in your water bottle in the morning. So that's what I want to get someday when I have my <laughs> own home. Get a little water infuser where you put the fruit in one side and then you fill it with water. That is nice. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a brief intermission from the would you rather questions because one came up that's not would you rather, but I still want to talk about it. Do you believe in aliens? Yes or no? Ooh. This is, this is good. This is, this is good. This, there we go. This could get us somewhere. This could get us. This might like close based, out the show. Based on my opinion. <laughs> this yeah, could just, how, this how could, far are we? 38 minutes. Okay, yeah. Let's this, end with it. This might actually just close out the show. Yeah, so, um, the universe is infinite. As far as we know. Sure, there might be some end somewhere, but we cannot tell. Or maybe we're just in someone else's ocean. Who knows? Even if, even if you believe in a religion or any of that kind of stuff, I do, I think that it is, it is hard and difficult to 100% say with certainty that there is no such thing as aliens. Yeah, I, that's basically what i that's that's an interesting way to look at it it's more of like you're not necessarily saying yes there are aliens but you're saying you can't say there aren't can't say that there's so much out there a little bit of an you really can't say there is nothing yeah yeah okay and maybe the aliens are just little protozoa on another island or another planet or whatever like it's probably not Another well, intelligent but, life form yeah, at some point. Yeah, that's but. a good point, too, because didn't they find some sort of, like, mini plant on Mars or something? Does that count? I think technically, I think alien, the term, is just anything from another planet. Life from uh, Yeah. Planet, I mean... Well, I don't even it, think it's life, actually. Oh, wow. When I was at sixth grade science camp, <laughs> we were told all week about, we were going to an observatory and we were going to see an alien. Did anyone actually believe it? I doubt it. But we get there and, oh hey, it's a rock that was on the moon. Uh, 
cool to look at, but sure. I wanted a little green guy with a big head, you know, not Star yeah. Trek, but oh, no. <laughs> yeah, whatever. But yeah. So, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, alien even means just something that's not of... It doesn't even mean something of not of this world, that's but true. specifically talking about not of this Earth. Okay. So I agree with that, but this is where we're really going to get into it. Oh, boy. So I agree that the universe is... There's no limit to it. There's so much more than we can ever know. And when you really look at it, Earth is just tiny, tiny, tiny. I believe in a thing, though, called multiverse theory. And other people can feel free to look this up. It's pretty interesting stuff. I highly recommend the book um, My Big Toe by Thomas Campbell. It stands for Theory of Everything. He talks a lot about this. Um, There's also another great book. Um, I believe it's Thomas Booth? No. Mark Booth. Mark Booth, The Secret History of the World. Those are two books I recommend for this kind of stuff. And multiverse theory essentially is that there's all kinds of different dimensions that exist with different life. And maybe there's planets in in our dimension that have life on them. But in other dimensions, there's lots of other life and there's lots of other things. And I believe there's dimensions where, let's say, the Nazis won World War II. And there's dimensions where... I don't know, anything, anything, Mm -hmm. one little change. And I think about um, the game Civilization, for anyone who plays that. I'm on a big Civ kick again. I love that game. Civ Five is great. But when I play that, that's kind of how I equate it. There's all these civilizations, and every time you play it, it can look completely different. And sometimes there's no wars at all. And sometimes you're at war the entire time. And sometimes Gandhi nukes you. Things like that. So that's that's what I equate it to. So I think there's overwhelming evidence that there's so much more out there. And I'm not saying like ancient aliens kind of stuff, though I do enjoy that show. But I just think there's so much other stuff out there. And then we don't have enough time for me to get into the religious aspects of this. But yeah, yeah that's, that's what I think. I, I remember hearing one time that someone said that if there was some sort of proof of aliens that that would throw religion out the water and like I, would, I don't believe that's true and I don't think that just because you believe in a religion doesn't mean that you can't believe in aliens I, I don't think that there I don't think that that's mutually like yeah. exclusive no, or anything I, actually, I argue the opposite that religious people if, if you know just taking it from a Christian monotheistic perspective if God loves his creation so much why would he just have one set of creation like he's omnipresent all-knowing all-powerful can create whatever wherever whenever none of that time and space are not even existent that that means literally nothing because it's of human construction you know so why would we be the only ones that's interesting i i think i i mean there's so much of the of the you know created in his image and all that stuff that people take it as that as that yeah that was the only thing um that's not what the point of this but no but we we got that but yeah i i think that that's uh that's always interesting and i i just there's so much there is so much out there and whether it is 
you know, a clockwork god or whatever. Someone, like, a god that makes a universe and then kind of sets it in motion and moves on to the next one or whatever you believe in. I think, I, I just think that there's so much out there that you can't, we can't even observe in the universe. Like, how are we supposed oh, right. to, how are we supposed to say that there's not, like, even, maybe not necessarily green dudes, but, like, some sort of intelligent life form, even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I agree. And, I mean, how do you explain the pyramids? Come on. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> A system of pulleys. You know, I, I don't... <laughs> Here, now, that's here's, a good one. Here's where we get to the parts where Mitch is a conspiracy theorist, and the aliens let's, came let's down and... not throw that term around lightly, but... <laughs> but, yes. I may or may not subscribe to some... <laughs> is it subscribe, prescribe to some theories? Subscribe. Yeah. I, subscribe works. works. Yeah. Subscribe on iTunes. There you go. Well, parting thoughts, anyone? So I I do want one last thing of Josh. Yeah. In 140 characters or less, why is Reggie Miller the greatest shooter of all time? Oh my god. <laughs> Here I got it. He's not. <laughs> I can do it in five words. Eight points in nine seconds. That's fair. And he scored eight points in that game, right? No, he didn't. It's just like lost. it's just like they lost like one twenty to eight, right? <laughs> they won that game. <laughs> this is this is just like this is just like the Hazonia dunk. Like Hazonia yeah, Hazonia exactly. dunks on Giannis has two points, but it's yeah, it's one of those things where that highlight will be enshrined forever, and it's the new Teron Lu, you know. But it's really when you lose one twenty to eight and you score eight <laughs> points in nine seconds, who cares? It's all about context. He may have never won a championship. We he couldn't that. beat the Knicks. Only beat him once, but you know, he's a Pacers legend. Indiana's the greatest basketball state of all time. So I might agree with that. We'll go with that. He had to uh, wait till Jordan retired, but just forget about that. We don't talk about him. So so they recorded Space Jam in Indiana, is what you're saying. No, they recorded it in space. Yeah. Oh, you're right. Dang it. All right. On that note, (laughs) thank you for listening to the Sunny and Phoenix podcast. Check back next week where we promise to be on topic, even if it's depressing. (laughs) Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Sunny and PHX Pod, and we will see you next week. Go Suns.